0: Good evening, and welcome to SA Soccer Roundtable. Uh, my name is Harry. Uh, I'll be your host tonight here. Uh, I got a full cast at the table here. Uh, we'll start out with Royce. How have you been, man?
1: Uh, tired, exhausted, and <laughs> but also recharged and really hopeful for uh, Saturday, uh, the second third of the season to kick off. So <laughs> looking forward to it. Hopefully, it'll be better than the first third. Uh,
0: <laughs> <clears throat> Rafa, uh, I know you've been on international duty this week here and, and can't wait to, you know, get your report uh, of the of your uh, fun weekend uh, both at Toyota Field and at the dome. Um but how are you doing this uh this week? Can't hear
1: you. Uh-oh. Man, we heard him all along. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Chatting before, but can't hear him now. Right, what did well, you do? Uh, go to your Cam and mic button at the bottom and make sure it's on the <clears> right toggle, the right one. Anyway, come on, um, Harry, how've you been? <laughs>
0: uh, I've been good. Uh, it's uh works work uh, uh, for that here and <sighs> tried to see if it was possible to, to go up to Colorado, but a one o'clock game makes that uh, pretty hard to go up in a weekend and back. Yeah, one uh, o'clock. But fun. I
1: guess it's it's on ESPN 2 That's why it's on. Uh, it is on ESPN still,
0: two, and then uh, the following match on Wednesday is a es. I want to say it's an ESPN game as well. But and of course, uh, uh, the USL high, higher ups will be in town for that as well uh, with their uh, what AGM or whatever uh, meeting that they're planning on having here. So right, Rafa, did you make it back?
1: <laughs> nope. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's that cam mic button on the bottom. Just
0: How about now? No.
1: Unplug your headphones? Just unplug the headphones, maybe. Man, of course we would...
0: Dude, I've been talking to Rafa for a half hour and nothing. Now, all of a sudden, I hit the start button.
1: (laughs) Hopefully this means the San Antonio FC season is going to go well because our show's starting off crappy and it's kind of been the opposite. As our show's gotten better... SAFC season's kind of mm, dragged along, but hopefully our show kind of starting off crappy, they're going to start out hot and they're going to start out with a winning streak. So, let's see if that happens. Yeah,
0: there, Rafa. Nope. So, we're going to get the show started with uh, the lower league action uh, for okay. it here. Uh, and then, like I said here, we'll hopefully by the time we get to San Antonio FC, uh, Rafa will be uh, back in here uh, for that here. So, Let's kind of go through here. So, uh, the final standings, uh, you know, in the UWS Southwest uh, has worked has has been finished here. Everybody's played the, the uh, ten games. I, I didn't update the bottom here, but uh, Lone Star Republic uh, completed the perfect season, uh, thirty points out of thirty. Uh, San Antonio Athenians only loss was at Lone Star Republic early in the year. Uh, side FC finished a strong third, and here's where it gets a little bit funny uh, for that here. Uh, Wilco, Williamson County, technically finished fourth, uh, but opted out of the playoffs. Hmm. So fifth place, Austin Elite, uh, will get to take their spot here, Uh, which then uh, the playoffs here uh, these will be the four uh, playoffs here, and this is courtesy of the Athenians' uh, uh, Twitter account here, Lone Star Republic 1, Athenians 2, Side FC 3, uh, Austin FC uh, with the asterisk with fourth. And, of course, on Saturday, if you happen to be in the Mansfield area at the R.L. Anderson Stadium, at 6 o'clock you'll be able to catch the Athenians host uh, uh, Side FC um, out of Tulsa, so it's a good middle middle of the way for everybody to go. Lone Star Republic, the number one seed, gets to host at home uh, against Austin Elite. uh, For that here, the two winners of those, and I think most people expect the Athenians and Lone Star to advance uh, to the final, which would be Sunday, uh, July 18th at 7 o'clock. I know Lone Star Republic has a pretty good um, YouTube channel, which I believe is where uh, most likely the game will be covered on. um, But that'll be something that we'll highlight once we get uh, confirmation on. But I know that they... Uh, do uh, 11 sports, which used to be my cuju, um, but they also do like the uh, um, YouTube. I, I've seen some things where they're able to put a little bit higher quality on their YouTube channel. So uh, you should be able to view, uh, hopefully you'll be able to view both games. I'm assuming that you will. Um, and then for the final, uh, the following week, July 23rd, uh, the week of 23rd versus 25th, Uh, The 2021 UWS National Championship will be just up the road and round rock Uh, for that hearing. Of course, this is a courtesy of uh, UWS soccer on Twitter uh, with the logo here. So uh, to me, uh, if the Athenians can get past a very tough Lone Star, uh, well, assuming that they beat um, side FC, uh, which they have beat earlier in the year. But, uh, you know, they are a quality team. Assuming they're able to get past this weekend. Uh, they could, uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see how many of us get to travel up, uh, to round rock and depending on what it is to be able to see, uh, see them, you know, possibly go for a national championship, which would be outstanding for, uh, unofficial D2, uh, women's soccer, uh, here in the United
1: States. Uh,
0: thoughts, Rafa Royce, are you back here, Rafa yet? (laughs)
1: <laughs> man we're talking for like 30 minutes before this and then anyway um i i, I guess i'll give my opinion it's it's awesome it's it's really cool and unique that it's close um mm-hmm. that's definitely something that i didn't expect and then when i started hearing the rumors that uh well i first started hearing the rumors that um they're going to try to have the division uh games at a um a neutral site which mm-hmm. to me that was well, I mean, an Austin team's going to be in it. A uh, Dallas team's going to be in it in San Antonio. It's going to be along I thirty five. Are they going to have it in St. Marcus? That would be nice and close. <laughs> uh, are they going to have it in Georgetown? Because or uh, Round Rock, obviously. But um, it's so cool that they're they're going to have the uh, the division playoffs um, in Mansfield. That's still that, that's far, but it's not too far.
0: It's about a, um, four, it's a hour four, drive. Hour, four
1: hours. Four um, hours. Without depending
0: traffic. on how assuming you go correct. around it's, around it's, austin
1: it's four hours if you take the toll road around austin that's correct um but to have the national championship in round rock um that's very unique and that's very cool and i'm gonna have to talk to my family about possibly making a road trip up there because there's no safc game oh that there weekend. isn't oh playing, that's right they're playing wednesday and wednesday yep so
2: rafa now oh, can you hear me? Yeah, there, there we you. go. Opa. Opa! I had to go to the phone. So something's on my laptop.
0: <laughs> Man. It's just nuts. You and I talked for a half hour. Yeah. And yeah. since the show starts,
1: oh, where's Rafa? It's a curse uh, of
2: this laptop. i got to have to get it turned in.
1: It's <laughs> amazing.
0: So moving on to kind of a new section here uh, for it here. Looking at some USL news and notes. Uh, Oakland roots, uh, you gotta love them. Uh, they had two games canceled this week, uh, against Phoenix, which was supposed to be tonight, and versus Tacoma, uh, that have been rescheduled due to COVID. I think these are the first two matches of the season being canceled, uh, for COVID reasons. And, you know, it sucks that it's roots, don't get me wrong, because, uh, They've already had to reschedule yeah, that, uh, a match because of uh, Rayo turf. Yep. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's it's the Oakland uh, Oakland Rio OKCs now. So yeah.
0: It has not been a good first year uh, for the Nisa team moving to USL Championship. So a little rough. A um, little rough, and that's not counting. So they had the turf. They had they had to move. To, I think it's two games that were moved to a different uh, location. Different the field. Yep fixed here these two games are being moved to the alternative site as well so um you know that's interesting but to me i guess a big story well well, to
1: kind of kind of put a cherry on top of that one um is that uh uh oh man good oh you think safc's second half or second third of the season is going to be super compact Oh okay. um with their was it seven game october and seven game august imagine what the roots are going to have to go through there. god lord they're i mean they have what they have eight games in so they have three or four games to make up well including these they're going to have five or six games to make up um in a very compact schedule already that team is going to be exhausted man so also, shout out to uh Chewy. Hopefully he's uh, he's not one of them that's in protocol. And uh, hopefully he's healthy and, and all right over there.
0: Yeah, so the route schedule. So in July th- that one got canceled, so they have three, you know, for the remaining of this of this year. August they were already scheduled for six. September they were scheduled for six, and October they were scheduled for seven. Uh, for that here so you know and i'm trying to see, i guess i could see when they rescheduled those matches here but yeah it's so
1: one of those months is probably gonna well all of them are going to be at least seven games three months in a row if not eight that's that's going to be pretty nuts
0: well they already announced when that was here hold on, let me see.
1: yeah i haven't seen rescheduling of it at all i just i saw that they announced that and that's that's pretty crazy but yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be rough for them for sure. And uh, being a Nisa club coming up, I'm sure their um, their payroll isn't the highest. So to get that many players on a roster, that's just gonna be rough. That's just really gonna be rough for them.
0: Yeah. So they added a match, the game that was supposed to be toni- played tonight on August 25th. Okay. So an extra so, one in August. Yeah. So they're gonna go. So it's gonna
1: be seven in August.
0: So yeah, 7 in August and so here you're going to go 14th, 18th, 21st, 25th, 25th 28th. 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 Good lord. The 3rd. And then the announced the other one uh September 15th.
1: 16th. So an extra so one in September. So yeah, third, so it's going to be
0: 11th, 15th, 18th, 22nd, yep. 25th.
1: So so yeah. So seven, they're gonna have seven in seven in August, the seven, seven in September, seven in October. That's nuts, man. That is that that's is a lot crazy. That's a lot of soccer in a very compact time. That's what's that averaging like three days rest for every game for three months? <laughs> and they're not the deepest of the teams, so no, they're not. That's what I'm saying. That's going to be rough. Anyway, on to the Louisville debacle.
0: The Louisville situation here. Um, they came out with a you know first it was reported that um. Ryo uh, uh gomez yeah was it jonathan jonathan, jonathan gomez gomez was, who yeah. who signed with louisville with the purpose of going to europe and they knew this
1: which is um, exactly which is what i've been saying what i've been preaching this is exactly why usl exists and why this business um platform this uh business uh
2: just Got a better structure, route. structure.
1: Yeah. The business structure is so, is so successful. Why it can be so great is yeah. this exact same thing. And this, this thing this that allows transfers proves
0: that that model could work. Yes. However, um, so we'll, we'll go with their announcement. It says we're thrilled that Jonathan Gomez, a talent well beyond his years is in conversations to join a prestigious European club after our 2021 season. That said, terms reported of his loose contract also served as a learning moment for our club and are among the reasons why in recent months we've been re-evalu- reevaluating oversight of football moving forward. So that was kind of a puzzling, you know, when they tweeted that out, everybody's like, what? Um, and then the Athletic kind of expanded on that, uh, where they mentioned per sources that Louisville – will receive around a hundred thousand from Soliad for Gomez, who signed a, a professional contract with the club in, in March of 2020. However, that contract according to sources allowed for Gomez to leave for free uh, after the season in the event that then head coach John Hackworth left Louisville. Um, and unfortunately, uh, John Hackworth and uh, Louisville parted ways after the first game of the 2021 USL season, which was in March April. No, actually, uh, yeah, cuz the season March. started late this year. No, oh, okay. So, ours, this... ours started in March, but anyway, no, anyway. Uh-uh. you're wrong. It didn't they start not... till May. It didn't start till May.
1: Oh, that's right. Good. That's
0: pre-season right. preseason started, started in, in March. March. Pre started right. in March.
1: And we were complaining about signings being so late cuz they signed a bunch of players in March. That's right. Okay. Okay. So, i'm, I'm remembering idea. being mad thanks appreciate <laughs>
0: it last year it started in, in march took you yeah know, two months off and then you know that's great it, it started in
1: march it. because we actually got that first game in before <laughs> covid that we won against uh real monarchs which were the defending champions and I'm um, my memory returning back to me it's been then, a long uh, already work, stuff so. hit the Let's fans, continue. so yes it did
0: in theory it worked however loose city um Lou City did, I guess you can say Yeah.
1: Lou Lou City Lu. pulled Lou City pulled a uh, kind of a pulled a pre court on themselves, didn't they? By putting in a really stupid clause in a contract they never thought would actually happen and then hey it happened. So So here's a yikes. question for you then.
0: How bad was
1: the situation for them to
0: let Hackworth go? Cause that's a hundred thousand dollar decision. Which is probably more than you're paying Hackworth this year.
1: Well, it, the 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 real—I mean—I think you're coming at it from the wrong angle, and this is kind of going on with uh, going along with uh, Louisville City, FC, uh, Louisville City FC's um, statement is that they didn't realize that that was in the contract. They did not read it. They oh, did you not, don't think they realized no, it? No, no. This is exactly why oh, wow. they said that we are reevaluating oversight of football moving forward, meaning we screwed up because we didn't know that was in the contract. And when we read it because we signed it and it's legally binding, we screwed ourselves out of six figures worth of money. That could have really helped go toward the club, especially since they just opened up that new stadium. So yeah, no, they they shot themselves in the foot here um, by putting that clause in that contract or allowing that clause in the contract. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much what happened. And they probably wouldn't have let Hackworth go, but, I mean, who knows what the situation was there, but it's very obvious. They did not know that that was a clause in uh, Jonathan Gomez, their best and brightest player by far. They didn't know that was in his contract. So,
0: Do you think that's – sta- I guess this would be a question for you, Rafa. Is, is that kind of standard in, in, young co- in young players' contracts? Or do you not think really. maybe they had some insight that there might have been some smoke uh, around the team that nobody really knew?
2: That's probably smoke because whoever his agent is, he did a good job to get him out. Yeah, you that know? Do and a then, high five. And then whoever the Louisville lawyers not looking at the contract needs, needs to get the can, you know, for that, you know, to allow something like that. You know, I th- I think Louisville should have been smarter, you know, than having some type of clause like that. You know, you you want to get a, a return in your investment. You know, it's kind of the same situation. Like we didn't get anything back from Pirano when he went off to Portugal. So I'm sure I'm sure S.A.F.C. if they're gonna be giving up some players to go to Europe, they'll probably s- see this situation like. Eh.
1: Yeah, see, I think sure. all the eyes
2: and uh, eyes and the eyes of the teas are dotted on. So far yeah, then.
1: I, I I think so, and this is something that I'm always gonna stand up for. I think the Pirano move was calculated. I think it was. It was a mistake. I want to say it was a mistake. It was a happenstance of the pandemic just happening at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Um, SAFC was just on a heater. They were the, by far the best in a weak division, but the best team by far. And they were rated really highly. And we probably would have gone deeper in the playoffs, barring a poor officiating uh, show. But um, I think it was calculated that look, we can sell Piranha. We're, we might make six figures It's probably going to be, uh, five figures. Why don't we just go on this playoff run? Uh, our team's looking good. We're looking hot. I'm sure they got a few offers, but they was a calculated move to say, you know, when else are we going to be in this? We don't want to hamstring, uh, Marcina and saying, Hey, we're going to get rid of your best player right now. Uh, good luck. Uh, We're going to the playoffs. What kind of faith would that put Marcina? Um, and they've, they've really given Marcin all the tools to succeed. This year just has been, I mean, I'll say tell all blue in the face. As we all know, it's just been a bad luck season. The first third of the season, we have two-thirds to make up for it, and I think that's what's going to happen. But how, that, how that's very different from this Louisville um, um, situation is basically they were like, cool, we're going to make $100,000. Let's start allocating that money. Let's see what we're awaiting. Oh, what's in the contract? Oh, we're not getting that, and he's just going to go for free? Crap. Whose fault is that? Oh, it's our fault. Ah, crap. So that's basically how this went.
0: I I don't think they're the same, and I've heard that the rumors that are out there about what SAFC was going to get from MLS may not be as factual as, as what it's rumored to be um could it have may have may have it have worked up there with you know clauses and stuff possible um but i don't think they got the offer that 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 the public perception is right um out there out there for that here plus let's be honest if you've got a south american player or even a young american player do they want to go to mls if they're playing in usl or do they want to go over to europe if you're playing if you're playing in usl And you're not playing for a two team. You're most likely not looking to move to MLS MLS, right now. If that's your only option, then then you're going to take it. But I think you're going to explore every option you can to go over to Europe personally. And
1: and the goal for all these young kids, whether you're honestly, this whole hemisphere is to go to Europe because that's where the crowds is. That's where all the eyes are. That's Mm -hmm. where all the eyes are. Well, according to evaluations, no, but those evaluations (laughs) are really stupid. Um, that that that's where all the money that's where all the eyes are that's where everybody wants to go everybody wants to be in the uefa champions league everybody wants to i mean if you're manchester united you want to be in the europa league but um <laughs> everybody wants to play over there that's that that's the big thing um and it's still the big thing it's the big shiny object everybody wants to go to um i mean even if i mean say for instance this is completely random it doesn't match up to anything any rumor, anything let's say um gallegos had the option of either going to um, I don't know, random mls club i don't know dynamo or uh tree fc if he has the option to go there or if uh you know pumas came calling and said mm-hmm. we really like this kid he made us look really bad which he really did make him look bad um why don't we just sign this kid he's gonna go to, to pumas mm-hmm. every day and no one can blame them cuz that's where all the eyes are so
2: see, you know. and also they have a history like like amaki sending players to europe with no no kind of strings attached like yeah. like uh, mlss you know yeah, I, th- it, I think those the one rumor right now doesn't
1: have to agree upon the transfer and it's just all the strings attached correct
0: yes. yeah so moving on uh, so what way we can get to some safc stuff here uh, you yeah, know we'll do some house cleaning here uh, for it here. Copa Tejas. Uh, there was some movement, uh, this, uh, this week here. RGV's played their ninth game already only has nine points. Uh, they tied the Austin bold who moved into second place.
1: RGV has Uh, seven games played.
0: Oh, no, they've got, uh, or seven games played, pardon me. Seven games played, uh, nine, nine points. Uh, the bold, uh, played four. We played four and El Paso's played three. Um, so SAS, there's a little bit of distance for SAFC to match up, um, but uh, RGV standing in first place is actually not looking very strong uh, with the fact that uh, one win by uh, El Paso or Bold uh, could possibly uh, move in front of them uh, for that here. Uh, <clears throat> coming up to uh, the standings here in the mountain, uh, RGV is also dropped in the standings. Uh, you know, El Paso, uh, starting to make up some games now. Ten games played, 21 points. RGV, New Mexico's made a they made a run with two uh, two wins here with 20, uh, at 20 points. Switchback uh, kind of cooled off a little bit. You know, uh, two losses out of their last three. Uh, the Boulder, you know, the bold they're they're a strong team. You know, kind of middle of the pack. Uh, S A F C was off, but of course we're still on the winless streak. And uh, Real Monarchs, uh, 13 games played, 10 points. Uh, you know, you know. I think they're going to be in the in the basement. So, for San Antonio FC, uh, nine point difference between first and second, and could possibly be more with uh, uh, with games played. But the good news is, is they still have all four games against El Paso uh, still to play. So, um, unlike RGV, where we only have one game left, uh, will be what game three against the Switchbacks. Uh, well, we've only played New Mexico once, and that was in New Mexico. So we've got the ability very shortly to, you know, start to close this distance and, and start to uh, pass some teams here. Uh, Looking in the Pacific, uh, Rising uh, still uh, in the lead, although Orange County's kind of closed the gap at 21. Loyal uh, at 18 points. And then uh, it's your two-team delight, you know, either the Lights, Galaxy, Tacoma. Uh, right now it's the Lights. Uh, Sacramento is making San Antonio look good because uh, they, you know, they keep losing and have a longer a winless streak than we do. And then everybody's favorite Oakland roots, uh, six points in eight games. So, you know, as we discussed here earlier, they got some room to do and some games to, to play here. So good luck on them trying to catch up here. Out East uh, rowdies, uh, although they lost last night, still lead the Atlantic followed by the Riverhounds uh, Hartford who beat the uh, Rowdy's last night in Tampa, uh, and third, uh, have two games in hand on and two and three games on there. The Miami FC, the fighting Billy Forbes, uh, are in a playoff position, uh, followed short, you know, it was Charlotte and Red Bulls and battery. And then Loudy United, uh, has as many, uh, off field incidences with fans than they do wins. So that tells you Didn't about uh...
1: Uh, first of all, yikes. Uh, second of all, didn't Charlotte, Charlotte Independence just take down uh, Phoenix Rising?
0: No, they tied 1-1.
1: That that ended up in a draw, okay. Mm-hmm. They did. Still, that's a pretty solid result for them. Solid
0: result out in the central. Birmingham still leads uh, 22, loose city, although they're playing right now and up 2-0 on, on uh, energy. Tulsa and energy, uh, we should have put that in the notes, but the lights went out at Taft, and so uh, last week's game uh got canceled um but you know like I said here and i don't think it's been rescheduled as of yet indy 11 atlanta energy sporting kansas city even in memphis uh this one is uh you know if you get from fourth to eight it's a three-point gap so good luck in the central uh trying to figure out who's going to get that last playoff spot yep
1: that is a tight group and i For the life of me, I didn't realize Greg Abbott had jurisdiction over Taft Stadium in OKC. That's crazy, man. Good luck to them, though. We know exactly how it goes.
2: Someone there to pay their bill.
0: (laughs) Uh, Poor energy. I think they were up on that. I think our uh, old buddy uh, Frankie Lopez uh, had scored a goal. And, uh, of course, with it being abandoned, uh, it is no longer allowed here. So. I mean, Which, they dunk,
1: they dunk on themselves, and even Mother Nature's dunking on them. Like, <laughs> man, it's just a rough, rough go.
0: But uh, they do have more wins than we do, so uh, I guess Fair. that that, Fair. that is that. So moving into the friendlies, uh, we had two friendlies. Uh, SaFC lost four to two in each of them. Um, although I will admit, and I think even on this show, we were kind of unsure why SaFC was playing the friendlies um, because of. Um, you know, because of injuries and which form. Has been, let's be honest with you.
1: Which has really been the story of uh, it's been the story of the season is injuries and hey, look, we you could have a whole week, two week break. Um, no, let's play two games uh, that really don't matter for anything. Yeah, that's it's a little frustrating. Yeah.
0: However, I will say I've kind of changed my too. and even though they lost four to two, I think the positives. Um, and, and we're gonna get to a topic, uh, you know, after here, because there is one glaring thing that that was missing um, from there—not not on the field, but you know, uh, off the field—that that we do need to kind of address. near the field. Um, so, kind of looking at game one, uh, you know, it was Mercado, Bryant, Perez, Holt, Dildy, uh, or Didley, uh, Torres, Wright, Trialist, um, Hopano. And Nathan, and what kind of struck me was a very short bench. Um, you know that first match there, where there was only five on the bench, and you know uh, we, we were there, and, and you know we saw Sam Gladel, uh, the Tunisian Terminator, and and uh, Dylan walking around the statement. He was you know, walking around. DC. um uh, Matt Melody. was in the stands. I got Matt. highlighted. Yeah. So the the team was there, um, and I thought to me and I'll let Rafa go into this and, you know, cause he was there. I thought they played a better game of tactical soccer on the pitch than we've seen all year.
1: They really came out. Uh, Rafa, go ahead. I'll, I'll go after you, but I want to talk about this as well.
2: They, well, what you can say is that the first game against Caretaro, you saw this little different system of play on the way they were doing things. Um, there were not, I think these players that, you know, they're on the bench or the trialists and some of the younger guys, you know, they had no, they went in with no fear. And I think they had something to prove maybe just Marcina said, Hey, you know, maybe you do need to take a look at us, you know, getting part of the rotation and, and they shine. There was a quite a few bright spots that I saw actually, for both games, but for the Carreto game, there's some bright spots. We actually started playing the ball on the wings and that's how we got goals. That's Rafa's uh, passion
0: and, this year.
1: And, uh, I'll, and, I'll tell you why that happened in a little bit. Oh, here we go.
2: <laughs> and, but, you know, like I said, we had people in the right places also playing where they're supposed to be playing. But also they started doing things that normally weren't doing. You know, a lot of the times we weren't winning a lot of the 50-50 balls. This time we were, you know, there was some more of a hustle, more energy – uh and you can tell the especially once the first goal went down I mean it pumped them up you know and and they just kept on the pressure and pressure pressure and the defense like I said they held their own so th- that was like I said the bright spots for that first game and then like I said, going into the same game too as well is like it was like a refreshed energy yeah. and those and those and like I said uh the one player I was impressed in the first game, Ricaredo and the defense was like uh, Rocky Perez. Mm-hmm. He playing the, the central defense. He did an excellent job down there, and he's going to be a stud. Hope you know in the next you know in the next few years, and you know he you could be see the next one going to maybe going to Europe. You know who knows? Um, you know Holt did a great job too. Uh, we had some other ones the trialists. You know where he where he's been all season. Yeah. And, and he did an Check.
1: excellent job as a. Hey. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Jonathan Check had the uh, reporting on that that that's uh, Mohamed Abu, who has a pretty long uh, career. Uh, City playing
0: MLS. City. Yep, in
1: the French league and uh, a lot with Columbus Crew and, and a few te- few stops in the MLS. But man, he looked he looked really good. Um, I 100 mm-hmm. support if they need a if they need to sign somebody. Which there's two needs that dude would fill and that would be he plays central defense and central midfield he also plays on the left side and he could be a left back which those are two needs that we have especially with the injuries that would be a huge signing uh to kind of solidify the roster with the with the injuries we've had um so i think that would be a very smart signing but i mean obviously we'll see what happens nothing's been announced i hope I've obviously annoyed Lou and uh, Preston a lot. I've put out my tweet um, as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. and that's uh, Jonathan Check of the Striker Texas uh, yeah. who put it in his reporting. Game two: uh, Mercado, Gledel, uh, uh return back. Doyle, uh, Dildy, and I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your last name, uh, Lindley, uh, Trialis, Quayo, Epps, Nathan, and Jose, and subs the rest of the roster. So uh, you know, the, you know, the, pretty much if you were available you have the uh, flexibility uh, did you get
1: did you guys get the message on your app i was listed as a sub so were you guys
0: (laughs) i didn't see you out there my friend
1: well i mean i was listed (laughs) as a sub i was on the sidelines i never got in the game but just in case i was right there you you got your cap
0: i was hoping for
1: it (laughs) to get a cap you got to be on the field and i still haven't gotten my cap yet so so, that, your thoughts on but, the oh, – uh, that's not a good – there we go. Yeah. <laughs> that one,
0: second
2: one, game – Yeah, that second game, like I said, another great – I mean, now you're facing a, a, a little more tougher opponent with some more history than Querétaro, uh, even though Querétaro finished higher than Pumas. I think Pumas struggled last year because of injuries. But – and that's also their goalkeeper is actually playing. I think with, he's with the that's like again national team for one – one of the fans told me on monday, on monday night mm-hmm. uh but you know dilly i guess i forgot to mention him he he did a great job
1: he looked really uh, good as a left side the left side mm-hmm. center back yeah mm-hmm. he looked or no that was uh, actually, no not dildy dildy was was a left back uh roman yeah, holt and he was got the left an assist yeah
2: yeah he and dilly got one of the assists nathan really really
1: shine on this game How he do he you nathan now as a starter. This is what I've been trying to say. Listen to what I say. What I want to see, if you're going to go in this 4-4-2, is I want to see the two up top be Patino and Nathan, because Nathan connects both. Patino can be your goal scorer. Nathan comes back, and he helps connect the midfield and the defense with the attack. This is what I've said, and this is exactly what he did during this game, and he looked damn good doing it.
2: Matt, correct Dilly Dilly?
1: No oh, good lord, this is not Bud Light, dude. It's <laughs> Dildy. Calm
2: down. Anyways. Now, could you also yes. go maybe with a four-three-three? Have Patino and Dylan and well, and have him as Nathan as no, a false
1: nine. No, and I really like the setup that they had in these two games, and the setup that they had was a four-one-four-one, which is a mm-hmm. this is a typical uh alan marcina formation with the scorpions and he would have rafa castillo as that one as the six and in these two matches you had abu and you also had rocky bettas who i mean they both they both rocked it they were both rocked their shit um in this game um unfortunately at the end of the second game um rocky kind of got pulled out of position but it was because the pumas that they the subs that they brought in had fresher legs and they really did a good job pulling apart the SAFC defense the to, out, to yeah. get there. But yeah, that was in the last 15 minutes of the game. And interesting, um, the interesting, the interesting part
2: went. of that second game was they put Leo Torres on the outside, uh,
1: as, yeah, as, as a left back, left. and uh, he had a couple runs where I'm sure the Pumas guys were like how old is this kid what's how how bad is this kid making our team look he ran through the entire right side of the puma's defense he went by their he went by their uh right their right midfielder he went by their right back and he went by their uh right center back only to get fouled by the by the right-sided center back in a desperation move to stop him because otherwise he was going to be one-on-one with the goalkeeper um if he doesn't get completely taken out with the slide tackle by uh by the right side of center back Leo had some sparkling moments. He, uh, he looked a little slow coming back a couple times and it just kind of looked like he was tired. Uh, you could tell he wasn't really in game shape. Um, but, uh, when he did have the, um, the endurance to actually get those bursts of speed, he looked pretty damn good. Yeah.
2: And I also give props to Ricardo too. He really yeah had some great good saves, mm-hmm. and he he's gonna yeah. be he's gonna be a quality goalkeeper. He's gonna be a
1: quality goalkeeper. He has really good distribution, um, and he talks, um, which is oh. good to see. It. Which is good to see at his uh at 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 He's his already range. better
0: than Matt. Yeah. He's very he's very at Communicating,
1: assertive. not better.
0: He's no, not as a goalkeeper, but a yeah. communication
1: as a communicator. Exactly. Because it, it he took is, Matt a, a lot more. It took Matt a couple of years to be more assertive, and honestly, I think that year that Matt was hurt and he got to uh, kind of be the backup to uh, to For Diego, struggling. and he got to see how Diego commands the box. And also Diego shithousery of him just laying on the ground half the damn game. <laughs> I think Matt really learned a lot from him um, during that. Se- it was it sucked that he was hurt. Um, I remember Matt got hurt um, at the whenever the Vancouver Whitecaps too were part of the, uh, yeah, the part, uh, part of the, the league. Uh, yeah, he he had a goal kick and he hurt himself on it. But when I think that year –
0: Northwest teams, now there's one and soon to be zero.
1: Crazy, right? It's nuts. Um, but yeah. Um, but Mercado was really impressive, um, in, in his showings and, um, Kamiri, uh, I mean, Kamiri obviously got the goal. Um, but he looked really good. Uh, the other guy who looked really good on the right side center back was a uh, Varela. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked really good as well. He commanded a lot. He communicated really well with, uh, with Roman. Um, unfortunately, uh, I mean, the game was two one forever and then it, it took a turn and the reason it took a turn was, um, uh, Roman just kind of got bited off the ball um against Bumas yeah game. we saw that in the first game as well where that that's a physical thing yeah, yeah. which He's yeah that's grow. basically what happened was was the strikers for both teams were like this is this is a 16 17 year old kid as a center back i'm just going to body him off the ball yeah, they make first team happened. players into that half and i think
0: both games when safc went more to the younger went more to the reserves there that's when the liga mx teams were able to kind of pull in cuz the depth that they have yeah. is obviously a, a lot higher talent Correct. than ours is right and that's to be expected it, exactly it, it, 100% and that's exactly. why i asked rafa you know you know we went to monday's game uh, to, you know to the, to the final and you know i asked them is like how do you think the liga mx teams you know, thought about playing SAFC and being down for a majority of the match until the subs came through. And, and then, of course, their depth won out. And they're right. a talented team, don't get me wrong.
1: But They're, a deep, uh, they're deep teams as well. They're deep, yeah. But
0: SAFC, I think, proved that when healthy and, you know, w- when things are starting to click, yeah. that A, number one, they can put the ball in in, in the net because they scored two goals for the first time since, what, end of May. Yeah. Uh, in a in a game, Number two consecutive two, games. Yeah. Two consecutive games. Number two. <laughs> I think I think you going there and watching them. You left going, "Hey, this team is in a lot better position than most people think." Correct. And it's just a matter if it's at this point, it's a matter if it can click, and it's a matter if it can click early enough. Because I have no doubt it's yeah. going to click. The problem is, is are they going to dig themselves too deep of a hole?
1: Are we going to run into another? Was it the 2018 or 2019 season where we went on that like five game winning streak, but we still ended up being short two points, right? One, but you one, fell one even on that. Playoffs. You yeah.
0: fell at the at the end where you yeah where you blew a Tulsa. I think it's the Tulsa St. Louis match where you went up to there, yeah. you tied or lost to Tulsa, which you had no business doing. Nope. St. Louis was a, a mid level team. And you, you didn't come you didn't you know you, t- you didn't come with the points that you yeah. needed.
1: And that's when at home that was the Lance Lang show where he just showed up and he was like, "Hey, I'm going to use my left foot and I'm just going to rock everybody uh, out of my way." And dude, that dude had a hell of a run. Um, but yeah, that was just that was disappointing, man. Yeah, I'm pretty confident that was the 2018 season. Um, so yeah.
0: there is one glaring thing that happened this week, and or, or didn't happen, or didn't happen. And Matt Gomez already noted on here the 118 takeover by international supporter groups. Yeah. And I want to be very careful with this because this is not an attack on any of the supporters' groups because
1: it's an observation.
0: I am just as guilty as everybody else. I, I am. It's it's this is not to attack. Um, but it is something that's bothered me the last couple of years, is when we have a friendly the supporter groups don't show up and support it. And what I mean by that, there were zero TIFO uh, from any of the supporters groups. There was, you know, you had both Liga MX teams had supporters groups there. Um, Pumas obviously travels well. You know, they're a historical team. Rafa can go into that. You know, they had people there. Rafa went to uh, you know, games at the Alamo Dome and, and, you know, there are supporters from out of state. The reason why it kind of stick out at this point here, number one, and this is the reason why I want to bring it up, is as fans, as supporters, we want our players to give everything that they can give. We We criticize when they do something wrong. Uh, you know, you know, we not try to do it personally, but, you know, we do say, Hey, this, this is something that needs to be addressed. It's only fair when they, when they go and have it, have a friendly and yet nobody's out there cheering and supporting them from the supporters group section. And that's on all of us fans. It's not on 118. It's not on the Crocketeers, That's not on 210 Alliance. As an as a fan group, as a supporters group, we need to come and make a decision on are, are we just, you know, hey, great, you know, and, and I'm just I'm guilty of this myself. Am I great where I'm a fan and, you know, hey, I'll show up, I'll, I'll travel. Um, I don't stand in the bunker. I don't I haven't for years along those lines here. And, you know, you know, yet I am part of the Crocketeers and I do pay the dues for 210 Alliance as well to support them. But I think that is something that we need to kind of look at and, as a group, come together and figure out a way. So that way the next time San Antonio FC hosts a friendly, there's no, there, there's, there's a level of support there, whether it's, you know, the full, full supporter group section, you know, make up of, Hey, Harry, you know, we need people and we need people down here. Can you come down and stand We get the TFOs out, and I heard there was issues with the TFOs because it's all, you know, unfortunately, one person or or one um, there's one person that has access to them at this point. So, to me, it's something that it was a glaring need. Um, I'll go to you, Rafa, because you were part of 118. Um, You've been around the supporters group here. Your thoughts of 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 what it was and. And to me, how important it is not only for us as fans, but more importantly for the players and team.
2: Yeah, just you know, going to the games and you know, I'm gonna be. Let's just say is this um, when we went saw the two friendly games like this week, you know, and then I went to one on Saturday. You know, you're there to support your team. Regardless, if it's a friendly cup game, this and that, you will go in part of any team in Europe, South America, you're going to show up. Now, I know I understand that there's some situations that you may not be able to show up, but say, hey, if you can call other people, like you mentioned, Harry, hey, we need some people to come here in the bunker, and so forth. Uh, I did hear something about they weren't allowing people to go into a bunker if you didn't have a ticket, which does need to be addressed. And needs to be fixed because we didn't have that problem the last few years. You know, anybody can go down there and and, and go cheer on your team. But to to me, if I'm going to support my my local te- my team, you know, I want our supporter groups to be there to cheer, cheer them on because I'm looking at the other at the other ones. They're there for them. They traveled, and then after the after the games, and here's and this is where the, you know you'll see after the games. You know, especially like Pumas. Pumas came out there, they clapped in front of their fans. They did their chant. They were throwing caps and this and that. That's a thank you. You know, that's a thank you to the to the fans for coming out and supporting them. And I looked at our team. You know, our fans. Yeah, they they went to the kind of the crowds on that. But for them not, you know, not be able to go to the our bunker supporter section and to do kind of the same, that didn't look good on us. If we're gonna be taken serious as a soccer, te- as a you know, soccer you know, supporting our soccer team and this and that, that needs to be fixed. You know, so we need to be there supporting them. You know, like I said, regular matches, friendlies, it needs to be taken, it needs to be done. And you know, egos aside in this and that, you know, as being a supporter, you know, you're there for the team. You're not there just to look good, to be on the pictures. Being all in the videos, this and that, and whatever, to get all the attention on yourself. You're there to support your team, you know. And you know, I know the three years there when I was when I did it, it was about them. I had fun, cheering on my team, win or lose, whatever. That's what it's all about. And lately, you know, going on Saturday's game, I went to the Club America game, and you see, they're all, you know, talk to the El Momental. El- that's the name of the of the. Of the, the the supporters for Club America, you know you have people from flying in from Atlanta, Utah, New York, from Dallas, Houston, the, the local San Antonio. You know it's a friendly, but they're still there to cheer on, singing along the throughout the whole game, cheering it up. You know, doing the, what they're supposed to do. And at the end of the game, like I said, the players went over there to that section and to show their appreciation for being there. You know, it was not an ex. Uh, uh uh you know the tickets were expensive, but hey, the at least the players went over there to gave the appreciation because they sacrifice, and that's the thing I think we need to sacrifice more for our team and for us to be taken seriously as a soccer town and being the soccer supporters so that's my view on those things. you know we can't be selfish, we can't be driven on the Eagles on personal stuff. It is all about our team, and what can we do? to cheer them on to get, you know, I know we're going through a rough patch right now, but what can we do to help them lift up their spirits and to help, you know, and hopefully, and maybe that'll influence them to get some wins, you know, you know, stuff like that really helps you get through, you know, you know, kind of, you know, the little slump that we have right now. Royce.
1: Yeah, Jacob, uh, Jacob Tingle actually brought up an interesting point. He said, is spot on here. Lack of true engagement from the players with the fans this year is glaring. It's hard to feel connected to fellows who don't even clap to supporters after a game. Maybe I'm sensitive, but that's one thing that SFC players have done well for all, I guess, uh, previously. Um, I, I kind of disagree with Jacob there. Um, I mean, whenever we had that real disappointing uh, loss against uh, the, the last uh, regular season game, Um. I mean, Cam came over and a few of the players came over and, you know, just clapped with us and our little group in 114, 113. And they were like, you know, we're sorry. And we're like, you know what? Get them next time. Just put the finishing boots on. And that, yeah, that's right. That's when there was a red card and and they just couldn't uh, tie it up. That was against the bold. That was the July 4th game. Um, But there was direct communication there where the players were like, the players were pretty much ashamed of, uh, of their, of the result and, um, the, their performance on the field. And, and it's kind of, a, it's kind of upsetting to see that. Um, but at the same time, what they need is, I mean, they need the support and if they're, they, they are, have the potential to go on a huge run and to really take over this division, but they're going to need all of us behind them to do so. Um, you know, soccer, soccer's a lot like, uh, you know, football where the crowd noise and getting a crowd behind you really pushes you to go and, and really go for it and, uh, um, and, and succeed. And, and that that's a big part of it. I mean, that's why you have, you know, in Seattle, the twelves um, uh, with, with the Sounders, but um, it, it's a really important thing. And it's kind of disappointing i mean definitely going to the to the two international games there was such a lack of safc atmosphere uh to the point where in our section of the crowd there were people doing the sa and then fc sa fc and that's because the supporter gr- the supporters groups weren't doing that so you had people just random people in the crowd having to do that and that was pretty glaring in itself that it, kind of sucked i'm used to that atmosphere being in the bunker or being in a winning team, wherever it's at, it doesn't matter it's in it's in the stadium um and at the same rate um i, I know i'm going to contact i got an email from taylor taylor uh, is my season ticket rep but i'm going to contact him and just talk to him about hey do you guys got to figure this thing out with the bunker because i've heard from a lot of um a lot of members of the supporters groups that they're not even allowed in the bunker to be with the supporters group area um, because they don't have the proper tickets or the proper credentials to get in there. That's that's pretty nuts to me. Um,
0: that's the other issue that came so out on I'm this. Gonna, yeah, so
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna call Taylor tomorrow and try to figure that out because that that just sucks. That that that, that doesn't make sense at all. That doesn't. It sucks the wind out of the sails. And you know we're we're kind of half halfway coming after the supporters groups were coming after fans in general but kind of coming after the supporters groups but at the same time they're not you know they're they're not fully to I don't want to say to blame but it's really not all on them if they can't even get over there like that's just that that's shitty man um but yeah and, we got to figure that out
0: to me that was the other thing and I think when I put this tweet out you know, and and I told Royce and Rafa, and you know, I ran my tweet by Rafa before I even submitted it out. Is on the show we try to keep it down the middle. Yep. You know, not you know, not you know. I'm I you know, like I'm a Crocketeers. I've been we're not MSNBC. 50. We're not
1: Fox News. Yeah, yeah. We're right it's we're
0: now. just trying to keep it down the middle. You know, this is three guys, just a fan show. You know, no nothing. You know, you know, no affiliation with anybody, but. To me, I, I'm kind of happy that we brought this out because I think that it highlighted something that I don't think many people realized uh, unless you go down there. Is we knew during the pandemic that, um, or, or during the first five matches that you know they were looking at tickets going into the bunker, and we understood that because they wanted yep. to keep a certain amount of people in and keep people separated because and the whole point safe. was social distancing,
1: mm-hmm. you only wanted the stadium. If the stadium's a third full, but everybody's in the same corner, that defeats Doesn't the damn purpose of keeping a third pool.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like going to Tennessee right now. Um. Oh God, that's a whole other <laughs> or Florida. Uh,
1: but, but
2: you know, but, the, but you know, when you, you we were rolling, it, Harry,
1: we were rolling, and then you said that, and you completely derailed It was perfect. I mean, it us. Was perfect. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you look at it, you know the, is it, you have to have a sense of pride for your team because you're wearing like the colors, you know, the shirts that we wear, you know, you have pride for your team.
1: You're wearing a Mexico Jersey, dude. I wouldn't. Yeah. Well,
2: that's, that's well, that's, <laughs> well, cause they're playing today. That pride. I'm part of a bunch of army. It's fair. I, I, know, pro- I know. I know. That's pride for fun. that. But even, but when we go to, like I said, the SAFC games, you, you know, that's, you, you have to have a sense of pride of your team and, and pride goes into sacrificing and, and, and showing up to those those type of games too as well because our eyes are on us and those games were were you know I think they were televised. Yeah, they're ballets. You
1: stuff.
2: know, they're probably everyone's watching like, where the heck is everybody? Yeah, they don't have a supporter group and they don't, and it kind of makes us look bad at some of the other supporter groups from the other other Copa Tech has teams like. Yep, they went so.
0: I checked the Stampede went to theirs. Uh, mm-hmm. was it La?
2: Was it Bold? I know Bold played Cruz Azul. I'm sure Felix they went to that Cinco, game. La Cinco, La
1: Cinco Dose Dose is, is bold. Uh, La Cinco Dose is Dose. the bold. Yeah,
0: is they went
1: <sighs> to the Cruz Azul. If Crucesal, El Paso didn't yeah.
0: have a baseball stadium and they hosted Juarez, uh, I think it's Juarez, it's across it's Juarez,
1: Juarez, Juarez yep. FC. Juarez FC, yep.
0: That you know, eighth notch would have been there. There's no question about that. Yeah. So t- to me, we've tried many different things to try to bring the supporters groups together, um, and I almost think we need to do what kind of Houston did, and, and I talked with Edson because you know Edson, you know, you know from RGV what, from what the uh, down RGV. in the valley, yeah. What they used, to, you know, Houston, the Dy- and I know it's MLS, but Dynamo has multiple supporter groups as well. Yep. But on game day, they unify under, uh, I forget, whatever. The, that one area that's like under one the, area
1: area under the roof on one side of the But state. They
0: have a specific title, game day title for, you know, for that here. Let's see, find this text here. It's, it's fine. We can,
1: we can roll with it. Keep right. going. I'll look nope. it up. I'll look it up. Oh, that's fine.
0: Well, no, it text it. But anyway, they have their identities throughout in the tailgate and along those lines. But when it comes to that 90 minutes, they unite under the Houston, Houston, whatever you know, yeah. you know, Houston MLS fan group, or you know, supporters group, whatever you want to call it. I almost think that that's something that maybe what San Antonio FC and the three supporters groups needs to come together is when you walk into Toyota Field, instead of being, hey, I'm Croc Tears, I'm 210 Alliance, I'm, you know, Mission City, which, which, you know, that that that's great and that's how you can identify and along those lines but when you're in toyota field it should all be about just one team and that's san antonio fc it doesn't matter you know the, the name you know uh, of your membership you know or, or along those lines and i think we've got to get to a step a yep. point where we've been you know b- where we can get to there i think we're improving especially if you go back from the scorpion days oh, up here for sure we sure. are yeah. a thousand times better but I think in order to take that next step, we've got, you know, we, we've got to unite under one, whatever name you want to name it in the bunker. And that way, that way there's no politics and, and pet right. you know, along those lines here. And I know Rafa hears more politics than I do, but that way it comes into one, because the other issue that we're running into is, you know, is, is like with the TIFOs. It's, you know, right now it's, it, it's being controlled by, you know, from my understanding, you know a couple of people it's not accessible to everybody so even though um one supporter group was able to go to the match the other supporter group wasn't they didn't have access or have the ability to get the TFOs to be able to go out and do it and right. that's where maybe if we had some sort of co- coalition or some sort of unity between the three three uh yeah. three supporter groups to see, saying, hey, so we able to designate
2: somebody to do it. If, if someone's yeah. not going to be there for the game, Hey, we have someone that that can get it, get hold of that, and
1: yep.
2: you know, you know, but the one thing also, if you notice from the Puma games, especially the Pumas game, you know, they're, they're cheering there in the parking lot. They're, they're, they're they drunk. They yep. drummed in into the they were stadium. were
1: Fireworks after the game. Yeah. yeah.
2: You know, we're in, we're, and we didn't see that in ours. You know, we don't, I remember in the past we used to drum inside. That's not doing anymore. You know, uh, you know, some people do need to get off their high horse, and you know, hey, let's humble ourselves. We're, we're I, I remember this during, group. Yeah, you know, and go, then, oh, that's a per, that's go. a perfect example. And this is, this is from and like Rafa. I said, this is from this is from Todd. So Todd, I'm watching. Yeah, this is us was when the, we had the game against Santos. That was fun. It was a good rivalry, like a little rivalry, but it was fun, and that's what we, I think we missed out on these last two friendly yep. friendlies. And they, even like I said, Saturday when I, you know, going to the Club America game it was the same thing. It was like the Tiger fans and the and the and the Club America fans, you know, squaring off. Same thing on Sunday when they had Montero, uh, Rayados and Chivas, you know. Uh, we have, and then also I think what an opportunity is, Some of those Puma fans are probably live here in San Antonio. I exactly. probably have no have no clue about SaFC. Exactly. This is our this was our opportunity to say, hey, come join us. You should come to some of our our games SaFC games. We'll turn you an SaFC fan. Come join yep. us here at the bunker and come cheer us on. You know, maybe we'll get some guy to play the trumpet like they had one on Monday night. You know, hey, the trumpet makes a world of difference. So I'm yeah. glad to you. It's, but that's the high pitch. Yeah, but that's not happening there because if we're not dedicated to, you know, to to the team, and like I said, you know, I, I you know, maybe sorting out some bandwagon fans out of there. You know, that's maybe needs to be done. But if you're dedicated I, I, to this see,
1: team, I, I don't. De- I, I don't, I don't know too- if it co- I don't know if it comes down to that. What, what I really think needs to get focused on, um, honestly is outreach. And that's a big thing that, that kind of being under the, doing the tailgates underneath the bridge kind of hampers with, uh, with outreach. I really think, um, the supporter groups can get together and maybe each of them are at a different bar and they do like a pub to park thing. Um, the support, I mean, with the amount of, sponsorship that the supporters groups bring in from from outside you would think they could do the same to like a bar get together with a local bar have the bar go 50 50 with you on a bus or something bring in a whole bunch of patrons that are going to be at the bar to eat and drink before the match Drive, and while you're at while you're there at the bar people are going to ask hey you know where are you what are you guys going what are you all about they're going to learn about the supporter group. They'll learn about the team. That sounds cool. How much are tickets? It's $10 for the damn game. Just join us. It'll be cool. Get in there. You just brought a new fan in, and those people are going to mm. tell other people. We had a great time. It was awesome. We just went to the bar. We took the bus, or we took an Uber because there, was, there wasn't enough room in the bus, hopefully. Uh, we went to the game, and it was great. We chanted the whole time. We It was just a good time. SAFC won. Um, so that's that's how you can get that outreach and and it would be awesome to see you know alliance go to i don't know ranger creek crocketeers go to alamo brewery uh, mission city go to i don't know burleson i know they've used burleson before but just do that and just get a bus to go up 35 to the stadium right there so maybe the pearl or just something just yeah. just get a presence outside before the game get some people especially on saturday people are going to go people are going to go watch soccer on saturdays they're not done watching soccer when the game ends. Hey, I mean, when the Euros would have been perfect. People would have stopped watching soccer around four. And then you get people still drinking at the bar. You get people going, where are you guys going? San Antonio FC is going to play a match. You want to come watch some more soccer? Hell yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Let's keep drinking. Let's keep chanting. That's perfect. I think that's a good thing. Something that yeah. you
2: did touch on, Royce, on uh, the community stuff. Yeah. I, I know Harry mentioned this in the past. You know, we have a lot of soccer fans like in the West and South Side. Yeah. And I, and I 100%. wish, I, and I wish it's a very, it's an sports untapped entertainment, Yeah. Well, I wish Spurs sports entertainment would go and untap that source. Yes. You know, they also need to be involved too. Cause if you notice we haven't any, uh, I don't think we've even had, uh, a watch part. I know, I know the Crocketeers are doing a watch party. I think, yep. you know, this Saturday, but yep. where are the, the San Antonio FC sponsored watch parties? Yeah, They're not doing those. I think they
0: had one when I was in Mexico because <laughs> I was kind of pissed that they had one in Mexico. I was like, really? They
1: used to have that network yeah. of bars, and they stopped yeah. doing it. I think the pain because nobody came. That, honestly. To be honest with you, yeah, nobody came, and, yeah. and that's. But to me,
0: that, and that's where I'm saying this isn't just a supporter group issue. Yeah. This is not. This is a fan issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, if you're a fan of the team, when San Antonio FC puts out these events, when 210 alliance puts out these events when yeah. the Crocketeers put out these events when mission city puts out these events you need fans to show up yeah because i you know i try to show up um and i think i do fairly well on, on trying to support evenly but the it's the same people that go to them we, we never see it expanded and i don't know I don't know. I don't know how you fix that because I know right. you know Thomas and the Croceteers made a big push to kind of get get you know get fans. I know Lee you know made several pushes to to bring in and get fans. And mm-hmm. um, I know uh, I'm trying to blink on it. What's his name?
1: Is it Bob or Stewart? Stewart. Yeah, um, not Mention Bob's name um <laughs> well that's because he fell he fell on the toyota field he's never heard from again so.
0: uh, stewart stewart's the latest one to try to be able to build uh, and, to, and and i know this might rub the crocketeers the wrong way and, and i'm part of the crocketeers, but i consider us more of a fan group than a supporters group because most of us are sitting you know in, in different in areas seats, right very few of us go down into, into the area. And we all have reasons, you know, mine's AJ likes the seats. I've asked him and asked him. Um, and I like where my seats are and, 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 you know, could I go do it? Yes. Uh, and that's on me, but we've got to start bring, we've got to start bringing in more, more younger people and Stuart's trying to do that, but one person can't do it. It, It's going to take all of us to try to be able to work on this the other thing here, and I know Aaron's, Aaron kind of hits on it, is you fix it with on-field results, and we haven't had that successfully. That's true to a point, but I think the on-field, the, to me, the bigger issue is when you do get people in, and then you run into issues where people can't get into the bunker, and that leaves a sour taste taste in the mouth. So. You know, you get you invite people in, but then you run into additional roadblocks at, Correct, at the which is and, and that's yeah. to me the bigger issue because I think the environment, whether you win or lose, the fans set that environment.
1: Correct.
0: And and this year, and, and I know we're what one game, two games in, you know, post, you know, where we're back at a, at a hundred percent. The game day environment at Toyota Field is below where it's been. There's, there, you know, you, yeah. you can make any, any excuse you want. But the last match against the Bold, and I'm just as guilty of it, I sat down because I was like, man, this, this this is not going well. We're not going to score, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, the second half, the stadium was just, you know, it was just something like I was, arms crossed, you know, waiting for the players to do something instead of trying to inspire them. And and that, that goes on all of us. Um, you know, maybe I mean, we needed speak this for this yourself. Break. I
1: was I was screaming my heart out and Rafa <laughs> stayed there till the end. But I mean, speak for yourself. But but I mean, point taken, it, it was it, and the problem with that was the crowd was a powder keg. The crowd was ready to explode. Every, there were chance after chance after chance. You couldn't really catch your breath. There are so many chances that SAFC created at the end. The ball just didn't go in the damn net. And everybody just kind of went out of there, like God ah, that. that, and, that and that happens, you know. That happens. That you know? is the beauty of the game because that happens, and you're like, it. it sports. I'm sure, I'm um, sure all, sports? Also all the
2: England fans were ready to pump when they got Yikes. their first goal, Yikes. and then and, the, and then Italy stick, stick it to them at the end. But yeah, and so you it, all, it, the, all
1: the all the Mexican fans felt the same against yeah. Trinidad and Tobago yeah. trying to get their one. They never did. Yeah, exactly. And I
0: think, and if SAFC is listening, <laughs> Jacob brings in a good point here. Says so you know what, you know, we'll bring in young fans, the bunker being open to the 20, yep. 20 21 to 25 or 21 to 30 casual yeah, fan that, that with the supporters groups being in there. I think that is also spot on. That,
1: correct. I, and what, what they can do, what, what San Antonio FC can do. And I'm not arguing against this. It, you know, it, it is what it is, but I think this is what they need to do is uh, set up a security guard uh, or a, you know, a bouncer or something at the opening of the, of the Bud Light Bunker. Make it 21 and over.
0: Well, Check it, used yeah, it, used
1: it used to be. Yeah. That's what I'm that saying. 21 and over.
0: Yeah. Because that way you could walk into the bar. Correct. You didn't have to have seats. You could walk into the bar because there's a bar down there and you used to be able to, you know, you Correct. know, go and purchase. I, I think it was one a a of the beers that something. had multi-tabs.
1: Right. Exactly. You could do bands, yeah. but uh, Matt brought up a good point. There's that whole bridge behind the whole bar area that everybody mm-hmm. can can post up on you don't have to have a ticket for there you can just post up there and 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 there were a lot of people that were posted up there during the Pumas game at least um, but honestly um, yeah we've been kind of getting real verbose about this but we we can we can give out as many ideas as we can but it's uh, it, it, the supporters groups this is really going to be up to them to fix this and and the, and the team but right. like I said I'm going to take the first step and calling tomorrow, I'm gonna to call Taylor and I'm gonna to try to figure out what's what's going on with that because it it sucks and it really does suck the life out of the out of the stadium when you can't get you know the whole point that we're talking is it, I, we miss it. We miss it. We there, we love I, the supporters I, groups, we love two one oh, we love Mission City, we love Crocketeers, and we we want to help grow that because that there's an, there's is another point I want
2: to mix to the field, to the field. There's another point I think also um, sometimes I don't remember in the past, we had little issues with some of the security people there yeah. and they didn't understand what we're trying to do for the team and, and right. that caused some problems too. I think that also needs to be addressed too. Yep. Say, Hey, look, these are the support groups. This is how, you know, this is what, you know, this is what they're about. And I think that that also needs to be addressed yeah. too. And, and The so,
1: supporters so, group should meet up with the facilities manager for sure. Yeah.
0: So I've got I, – I actually already emailed my ticket guy, and I won't uh, email it because I already got a response back from him. Um, he said from uh, from their perspective here, it says the idea was to create a space exclusively for our supporter groups. So in order for a fan to be in the bunker, they have to have a bunker seat, either full season or an individual game ticket. And so to me, to me, that's something that maybe we need to reach out to them. Um, and this yeah. might be, you know, Stewart – uh, James, um, uh, what's the lady's name uh, for 118? Man- Mandy. Mandy, maybe need to reach out and, and say, because in 118, it was open to everybody. Um, mm-hmm. And it was understood, it was general admission. Everybody yep. could come in, um, you know, Pick all, up a along those lines. So I think this may be something to where maybe we can kind of, you know, if if us fans communicate to our season yep. ticket members, you know, you know, you know, be, be nice about it. Don't, don't be rude or anything along those lines. Exactly. But, but say, please, you know, you know, open it up to where everybody can go in and that's how you can kind of build it. And, you know, I know Aaron tweeted out earlier that, you know, because he seats on the East side that he likes to go down into the bunker for the first portion of the game, have, you know, interact with the supporters, have, you know, have some, you know, some, some beverages, and then when the sun goes down, he goes to a seat, which is great. Um, and that's how you kind of, and that's how you kind of, you know, build on it here. Um, but I do think that that's there now. Um, Colorado Springs so, is next. Uh, yeah. Well, let's, did, let's move on. Let's move on. Did you have <laughs> one final
2: comment, Rafa? No, like I said, hopefully, like I said, I think honestly the bunker should be general admission. That, that's what it needs to be. Bottom line.
1: Agreed. So I real quick, um, Update from uh, my buddy, who's been a Dynamo um, season ticket holder, said uh, two groups unite. Uh, that would be El Battalion and the Teshin Army, and they unite to combine and be Hustle Town. Apparently, yes, is the what Hustletown. they call it.
0: And them. then the Surge also. And then there's
1: two other groups that remain independent as they go in, but some of the people go, but go in. But they well. all go
0: in. To, they all the go into. They go in that little
1: area that's underneath right. the awning on the mm. south side of the BBVA. Yeah. Right.
0: But yeah, it's the hustle town is is so you know they may be affiliated, but they go in in, in That's to, into that area. Um, so moving on to Colorado Springs, uh, Haji Berry show. Um, what can you say? Not he's, wrong. He's uh, doing something that San Antonio isn't doing to the tune of twelve goals and three assists already, uh, and uh, Colorado Springs already announced that they've signed him for a multi-year contract. So thumbs up to Colorado Springs Smart for locking move.
2: him up.
1: Smart move. Uh, so
2: right hopefully, they put a clause that they can sell them and get a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, no, that, there's a sneaky clause. That's uh, yeah. The
1: next goal he scores, he automatically goes to SAC. No, that's, <laughs> that'd be funny. Uh, It's a much. place
0: that we have never won at. We've ta- uh, I think we've tied. First
1: time for everything. There is a first time for everything. There is there a first
0: time for time everything. Time
1: for everything.
0: So head-to-head, head, we are uh, three wins, three draws, and four wins for San Antonio. So uh, it's been a pretty even uh, series here. Uh, the last match, which was in Colo- uh, Colorado Springs, was the uh, uh, Patino uh,
1: – mm. what are we it calling was, it? It was Fight? the draw. Yeah, I, I guess. It, it was the it was uh, last-minute draw that we got from, from Dylan. From oh, Dylan heard him. around the world. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, uh, the, the uh, conduct three
0: games, the, uh, the three game uh, rest there. Uh, you know, for you know, for the TKO for uh, for Patino. but uh, no, in all seriousness, hopefully, no, uh, uh, you know, nothing like that takes place on, on this game here. So, yep, I think we know what we we know what we're facing, uh, Colorado Springs uh, with Haji Berry. He's the focal point. I think if you can try to, I won't say stop him, but at least try to contain him a little bit. Um, I think you can, and then, you know, if memory serves me, because that, that was a very frustrating game as well the last time that they were up there till they got the uh, the late, uh, you know, the late goal to tie. We, As always, we have opportunities. You just got to be able to finish them. Um, Rafa, your thoughts on, on facing the switchbacks for the third time this year? Uh,
2: I know this time we, we really need to address – you know the outside defense. That's where they killed us in that game. You know, even though we, we tied them on, on the last meeting, you know, Doyle's pretty much left high to dry. That needs to be addressed going into this game. And hopefully from these two friendlies, maybe they can say, okay, we can fix some of this, and you know, and you know, just shut them down. Because honestly, their defense is not experienced as ours, and we need but to take got advantage of yeah they get yeah, not like <laughs> this but uh, but they like i said we need to take advantage of that you know hopefully like i said Pacino is on his best behavior and gets another you know gets a hat trick you know and they're they're in colorado cuz we're, we're missing that so um, yep. that's uh, that's going into the this is i think this is a must win you know for us stealing three mm. points there is it's it's, it's will help us build confidence because the next two are the doozy ones and then we get that other yep. big road trip coming up so if you want to set the and tone the for the gauntlet next... the gauntlet
1: that yeah. will be august yeah
2: so if you want to set, you know after good showings these past couple of weeks and if some of our players are getting the rest this is the game we need to steal get the three yep. points and then fuck and get and play Stop. playing against two teams ahead of us that hopefully we can start chopping them down and get into that top four
1: start the second third of this season off on the right foot. Let's get a result in Colorado, which would be the first one that would be really setting a tone for the, for the second half. Um, what I'm excited to see, I want to see if they go back to this four, one, four, one. Um, and I'm excited to see who's healthy and who's going to be the, the six, if they do go to it, um, man, um, that formation looked really good against Pumas and, uh, uh, Um, Let's see if they go back to it. Uh, it was very interesting. There was a lot of there was a lot of pressing. There there was just a lot of strength in that formation, and mm-hmm. and they utilized it really well, man. Um, uh, we'll, we'll see if the same thing. Um, going back to the recent match that Colorado Springs just played against New Mexico United, um, just kind of looking, just watching the game. New Mexico United just really plugged up the middle of the field um which is why they remain tied until the very end and uh, new Mexico united stole one from uh from across from their uh from the left side but um and the reason that that was open was because colorado springs had a red card again on the right side of their defense which they Mm -hmm. had the same red card instead of the right back it was the right center back um uh, edwards got it who was a right center back uh when safc played but when um New Mexico played this this past game against Colorado Springs, Um, the Colorado Springs right back got the red card. Um, And so that was the side that uh, New Mexico United attacked uh, over and over again. And they ended up getting their second goal and the winning goal uh, real late into that match. But basically what happened was um, just while it was 11 on 11, New Mexico United just really plugged in, plugged the middle up which kind of nullified uh, Haji Barry there. And that was kind of there, what they did. And it's kind of similar to what SAFC did um, in in the match that they, the the first match that they played at Toyota Mm -hmm. Field. Um, uh, SAFC just kind of plugged in the middle and um, uh, Colorado Springs didn't really have an answer for that. And so look for that. Um, Maybe that will come to fruition again um, in this match. But um, it's just looking at the last match, um Colorado Springs is very it's a very winnable game and SAFC needs to go up there and like we've been saying they need to get that result and start this if, uh if, second if third do of go, the season on the right foot
2: like you mentioned you mentioned about the four-one-four-one. you know if we do go back to that you know you know one of the things that they do need to utilize is playing playing that ball on the outside and, uh, and that yeah. really opened up opportunities for that but one thing yep. I uh, you know I know I mentioned this to Harry. You know, Monday's game, we watched Cadetano actually play a 4 4 one but they were pressing very high with four right. players, and it was very effective. And I'm hoping Marcina was at that game watching, hey, you know, take notes from this. Yep. It was very effective. It, it caused Pumas a lot of problems. And I think if we can take the players that we do have, if we can take a page out of that, I think we can yep. really put pressure on their defense and then have them make mistakes that we can take advantage of especially like the ones like nathan did, like, like right. old nathan scored on and so forth and also the, on yep. the corner for career too
1: uh, honestly what kind of what what i was thinking watching that match uh it's kind of casually watching it but watching it it really kind of seemed like uh get it that all kind of took a page out of marcina's book and kind of mm-hmm. had a very similar setup as safc did and That was really successful against uh, Pumas with, uh, obviously, we're up 2-1 to until the 75th minute. But they kind of were like, let's do that same thing. That looks really successful. And it was successful for them as well. So, I mean, there's something there.
0: So, to kind of touch on the importance of really the rest of this month, we play at Colorado Springs on Saturday. Wednesday, we host at 8.30 uh so keep in mind it's an eight thirty kickoff not a seven thirty kickoff on wednesday uh against new mexico united i think it's another espn uh game here yep. and then that following wednesday they host el paso and then that saturday they face the you know they face the bold um and the reason why that's important number one all of those are divisional games but you start off the you know in august going you know the first two matches away at El Paso, at uh, RGV, on another Wednesday, uh, Wednesday Sunday match, uh, Sunday match uh, for that right here. So, to me, like said here, I think you're going to find out where San Antonio's real, you know playoff chances are going to be very quickly because you know they've got the schedule to where if they if they put if they put some results together, they can move up. However, if they drop points and don't get points where they should. You know, you know it's it's a six point match basically. You yeah. know, you know, you know you have nobody to blame but yourself. So, these next four matches, uh, you know, I think are are pretty pivotal. Uh, to me, like I said, Colorado Springs is one of those sneaky teams. Uh, you know where, you know, where, you know. To me, I think if you come away with a point, you're okay with that. If you can get the three points, depending on how the match plays, for it here, but you can't lose it. But then, you know, exactly. if you do do that, you've got to get the three points at home against New Mexico. You've got to get the three points against El Paso uh, for that here. And, and I would like to say to get the three points against the Bold because I think, you know, um, as fans on a Saturday night, we can drive up there and and make a Bold Stadium Which turn into Toyota field.
1: July 31st is my 34th birthday. So there's oh, also nice. that. So, yeah. Bring so, up the uh, players and the cake. Well, I mean, yeah, we could just bring the cake, and it's just going to be on fire with how many candles are going to be in the damn thing. So we just might as well do that.
0: So, to kind of start to to uh, to finish up here, uh, the Euros, uh, unfortunately, it didn't go home as as uh, Rafa said; it went to Rome. It went to Rome. Yeah. And then uh, Copa America, uh, my goat, uh, Messi, uh, and Argentina beat Brazil in Brazil. Uh, for that here. So any final thoughts, uh Rafa, on either the Copa America, Euros, or a
2: combination? Uh I mean, for the Euro final, what can you say about, I mean, what a, hell, a, hell, a heck of a game, you know, Uh props to Italy, you know, I don't yeah. think anybody, anybody that bet on Italy there in Las Vegas, probably won a ton of money <laughs> after the, after, the <laughs> after that, after Sunday, I mean you got to give it to Mancini. I mean if there's a FIFA coach of the year award, you got to give it to him. He he truly deserves it and you know talk about Cellini and and Bonucci, the old timers really stepping up and leading that team, you know, to 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 victory and you know the and, goalkeeper and some, too.
1: That's a major yeah, um, Donnarumma won uh player of the match but mm-hmm. um no, uh, uh even with the injuries that Italy had, uh, they had some pretty prominent injuries, and they still—I mean, even in the final, Chièsa going out only after being on the field. 12, I thought that was it. I, I thought there's no—I mean, he was their spark, and then with Chièsa well, going Gate off,
0: couple minute.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, Gareth Southgate really just botched the the match. They got that first goal, and and it's like he turned into Mourinho. He's like, oh, let's just bunker and uh, try to preserve this one nothing win, and it's like that's not gonna work, dude. No, and it, of course it didn't. Um and then um after, you know, the last 2 minutes of extra time to put on uh, Rashford and No, it uh, wasn't S- the last 2 Sancho.
0: minutes. It Sancho. It was before. It, the the
2: last, last it was the last minute, yep.
1: Yeah, and to put them in and then also have uh, Bakayusaka Saka ha- take a uh, um the fifth uh the the fifth PK as a or the fifth penalty as a 19-year-old. That's just rough especially when you have Grealish. I mean, that may be on Grealish. Grealish needs no, to pick up. Grealish the ball just
0: and came out said that he wanted to do it. This is this is all on Southgate. He set the Man. order. Grealish said yes. He won. You get there's video it's of insane. him saying yes and yeah. It's, it's it's on Southgate. That's
1: crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Me, but but once again, history repeats itself. England sucks in a penalty in a final. So and, yep, and
0: I was talking to Rafa about this um, or a major tournament on on Monday.
1: And Messi Mexico, is the goat. Well, that, but um, Mexico gets not, uh,
0: hammered for the uh, the, the p word, we'll say the, the chant, yeah. yeah,
1: the chant, the unfortunate chant. That, and
0: I'll <laughs> say, not I would to love justify to see them, FIFA come come after England. And I know it wasn't on the pitch, but yeah. how they traded their fans. Oh, no, the that was awful.
1: Stuff. that was off. It, it, it first. First, the you know uh, the the racial abuse online. That's just that's embarrassing. See, but that's, the second, that's, what, I issue. that's what I have That's what have issue stadium? with that. England but I think breaking, and, I think England fans. And... England fans breaking into the stadium before the match even started, oh, yeah. and they were it was yeah. supposed to only be two thirds full stadium. And when you look at the film, there was not a seat empty, and there were pl- there were people filling up the aisles. Like there were. There were many more the, uh, fans than they advertised in there, and that's that's embarrassing. They but should have delayed if that. FIFA's going to
0: hammer Mexico, and, and and in my opinion, rightfully so. I know Rafa's going to you know you know give his little spill on it here in, in a second. Here, I think you got to look at what happened in England and, and at least yeah. say, hey, this can't happen again. Because let's be honest, it doesn't just happen in England; it, has, it
1: happens no. in a lot of Eastern and, European and, and countries. oddly enough, yeah, oddly yeah. enough. Italy is one of the more renowned um, countries for racial abuse. Uh to play like so, a <laughs> Exactly. And, and I think exactly if
0: you're if you're gonna hammer Mexico, you yeah. also need, need to look yeah. at what's going on in Europe it, as well. Because Racism, homophobia,
2: whatever you want to call it, it's, it's unacceptable. It's all under the same. And that's an issue there that you know they kind of FIFA kind of needs to be firm. If you're gonna really punish well, team, you need to do the same because, I mean, they're yeah. equally the same thing. You know, I understand, like, with the Mexico game, there were, you know, I, I kind of blame the rest for that, especially the Chuquillo, the whole thing with the Chuquillo penalty that should have been. Yeah, VAR, and they didn't use it. And I think that had to do because of the referee being Costa Rican, and it all had to do with 2015. Yeah. But that's still not an excuse for the fans, you know, to that's be it. sending that chant. And I think that's one it. thing is, yeah. one thing about, Pancho Villa Army, they're very adamant or Not they don't do that chat and mm-hmm. they make they tell everybody not to do it. But you have rogue people, rogue fans that are going to yeah. do it. And I think FIFA needs to not necessarily punish the team so that, you know, you've got to get rid of those fans. If you get caught yeah. saying that, escort them out. You know, don't really punish the team because you can't really control. No. I know the teams, only
1: – the, the only way that it's going to end, because what's going to, ha- I disagree. You're, you're going to have to punish the, it's it's going to come down to the team. Being well, here's, here's the but, thing, but, but, in, but in Mexico, in the same, but in Mexico yeah, yeah.
2: here's the thing, the games in, me- you see, the games in Mexico, if it's a national team game in Mexico, they're not doing that chant, but the yeah. games in the U S and okay. you have those rogue, rogue fans that are, they're like, well, the heck, it's not going to affect me. I'm going to do it anyways. I think that needs to be more addressed to that. Get rid of those players, and I know. I think what they should need to start doing. I know they did it at one game. I think it was uh, one of the friendlies. Is have the players address the fans and say, right. "Do not do this chat." Period. Right. And, th- and that said, but if you start hearing it, you need to pull out. Because we did hear, it, like it's his thing. We did hear it on, on Monday. On Monday, uh, uh, during the game, you know what? How is that being addressed? You know, do you tip, right. escort them out? Which they do, they need to. I think they need to be more, and I don't say more security, but people around there. Hey, if you hear someone, escort them out. You know that way right. it doesn't distract from the team what they're trying to do and this and that. So I think, like I said, I'm not condoning it, but there's ways and steps that they need to fix. You know, and also put the the fans more accountable than really the more of the players, because that's where you're really hurting is more of the players. And then I want to touch on
0: this Gold Cup. I know it's not the same as the Euros or Copa America. Uh, it's going on right now. Uh, US beat Haiti one uh, zero. Uh, Mexico tied uh, Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, we'll start with you, Roth uh, pardon me, with Um you, uh, you care about the Gold Cup? Don't care about the Gold Cup? What's your thoughts on it?
1: So I care just in the um, in the fact that this that Berhalter is trying to look for who are who's going to be the second string of players he takes with him to the 2022 World Cup. Um, and I'm interested to see um who steps up and who looks good. Um, in that first match Shaq Moore as a right back really surprised a lot of people. Um Jackson Yule kind of did Jackson Yule things where he just he does not know how to how to do a half a turn and, and go up the field all. and he just he just plays back the ball. He he really kills offensive momentum. Um, Paul Ariola going down really sucks. I hope he's all right. I haven't heard anything from his injury, but he was looking really dangerous in that match. Um, I don't understand all of the sideswiping of Giazzi Zardes that he gets because he is he's a dependable player for the USMNT and he's a good worker and and I wouldn't mind him being uh, possibly a backup. John um, Luca Busio looked really good. Uh, the the kind of the three midfielders they brought in later John Luca uh Sands and Williamson looked really damn good um in that match obviously um uh Sam Vines getting the goal as a left back Sam Man, Vines he's is, uh
0: moving to Europe now
1: yeah he's yeah. he's one of the best uh young players in MLS by far and yeah he's gonna go to Europe now um d- there's some hope there and it, it's interesting to watch them but that's also kind of disappointing because there's some players in there that you're like, look, and and you get it. It's Halter really putting his foot down and being like, look, you know, you guys have really been stalwarts um, of the USMNT during this uh, period to where we're trying to figure out who's going to go to the World Cup. This is it. Uh, this is make or break. Uh, put up or shut up. And you could tell some of the players are, you know, just not cutting it, and other players are really surprising and kind of making Berhalter's decision difficult, which is, I mean, that that's only a good thing. That just means the team's going to be stronger.
0: Rafa, your thoughts on Mexico, which uh, the Guatemala-Mexico game is delayed until uh, uh, 9.20 Central Time, earliest kickoff, according to uh, Fox Soccer. So, uh, probably raining in Dallas. I was, was going to say, is it raining? Cotton
2: ball. Um, well, you know, as far as like talking about the U.S., you know, like I said, it's the U.S., you know, I don't really trust Paul Halter as far as a manager. I think they re- – you know, with all that talent they have, you know, they have something special they can really kind of take that next level. I don't think he's the guy. I think they need to find someone else that can really take – you know, that can really organize it and get rid of the players that they don't really need and just focus on the ones that are going to make them content, especially, you know, going into, you know, the, the World Cup next year. As far I mean, as gonna admit – Mm-hmm. Go ahead, i'm going to say go something ahead.
0: unpopular on that here but i think Burkhalter is kind of like southgate is for england i yeah. think he's going to get results like this is the reason i say it. i think he's going to get results where he's going to get you further than what you think but i don't know if he can deliver the title a- at the end of the day yeah
1: i i think he's unproven except for obviously um mm-hmm. being the conca calf uh champion um uh, the U.S. Uh, winning that, winning that, but cup. I think he's gonna win but, more
0: than fans think that he's gonna do. Yeah. But I think when it comes to we'll a see, big match, right, you're we'll gonna see show he, we'll see yeah.
1: what he does against the likes of 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 a uh of a mancini and and of uh,
0: and, and that's why that's why I kind of compare him to Southgate is, because yeah. if you listen to English fans, it's a love hate relationship with with Southgate. Well, for you sure, know, he got them farther than they've ever been, they've right. been Germany but in that title game but it wasn't good enough caught. to win the
1: final exactly. right and 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 one of the things i will say and a thing that really um that burhalter and southgate do have in common i will say that and it's not a negative it is an extreme positive the players love those love men them. they absolutely love those men um and that's huge that in itself is huge so i get further um, and than i think correct it's not like Mourinho going into a locker room and half the team hating him right off the bat they love that guy, and he. Let's see. I mean, we'll we'll see what they do. Um, Southgate had some really smart tactical plans from the outset. It's just the issue is that Mancini outcoached them with the subs and and changing well, But he scored too soon. That's that's
0: what. Well, happened.
1: I don't even think they scored too soon. What if you watch that match, um, the the Euro final in they the first forty. No, 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 it wasn't that. In the first 45, this is what happened. In the first 45 minutes, all of the Italian players in the midfield and on the wing were yelling at each other and pointing because they did not know how England was taking up as much space as they were. And Italy did not have enough space to operate. And they were yelling at each other, trying to figure out where they needed to go in order to uh, take up that space. And what happened was they went in halftime and Mancini said, Mancini I mean, this is me assuming, but it's obvious. It's obvious what happened on the field. He pulled Veratti over to take care of all of the space that um, um, on the right side. That who would be on the right side? Kyle Walker and um, Trippier, Karen Trippier. They were they had all sorts of freedom on the right side of England. So Mancini pulled out Veratti to go take care of them and to go equal that number out there. And that simple move basically opened up uh, that even out the field for Italy and their quality took over from there uh, and really pushed back England. And when it pushed them back, there was all sorts of space for Italy. And that's when they started uh, finding all the suce- success that they had. And it was just as simple as there was so much room on Italy's left, England's right. And that space got um, got choked off by a smart move by Mancini. And that that was the difference in the game. And Southgate never really um, recovered. He never from
2: adjusted. That. He just never made the adjustment right. to exactly. And then I think, and then he never, when they had him fighting the Italians fighting with each other, he just never took advantage of it. Yeah. Had they gotten it's, the second, a on second the second goal, the had oh, they been a been second it. goal, yeah. that would have been it. I think, I think it. that would have yeah. been it. But he, you know, and that's and that's why, like I said, with the managers, if you can't find, you know, that, get someone that can do that nail in the coffin like what Mancini did. Right. You know, you're, you're leaving that door of, open, and that's leaving that door yep. open. So that's what, and that's why I see what with the with the with with wall is like, can he nail the coffin if he goes up we'll against see. you know, uh, like a Belgium, like where Roberto right. Martinez or who goes against uh, you know, Deschamps there with France? You know, yep. you're gonna see one of those teams, or you're gonna right. have to beat one of those teams to get right. at least get past the quarterfinals, exactly. So,
1: exactly. so, uh, so we'll that's see. that's but... why
2: I don't have trust with him too much, but. Like I said, the talent's we'll there, but we'll see what, with the, what, the, what comes up with we'll the see. whole um,
1: – But we – I just looked at the time. We have been going on forever. So, yes. <laughs> so um, we yeah, got to wrap it up. Uh, i got to take two, it
0: over. Yep. Two final nuggets here. Uh, one, the, there is a San Antonio FC watch party. It's going to be hosted by the Crocketeers, It's going to be at Alamo Beer Company. Kickoffs at 1 o'clock – and they will have a raffle, which is, has a signed uh, SA Athenians jersey, um, HB gift cards, and more. Um, if you're a Croc member, there is a you know a uh, you know it's kind of a mid-season uh, AGM meeting. So that you know you know if you're a Croc uh, you know there there is some business at hand. But if you're just a SAFC fan, uh, please uh, make plans. It's at 202 Lamar Street. Uh, I did check. It is open to family. Uh, it is family friendly. It is family friendly. Yep. It is family friendly. It is. Yep. They have a
1: lawn outside. They have cornhole. They have all sorts of stuff. It's it's a cool uh, place to go to.
0: They have food. Uh, from my understanding, the food's pretty good as well. Yep. Obviously, the beers. Uh, you know, the beers, the beer, which is very good. Nobody. Uh, I haven't heard really too many people complain about Elmo beer. And it's then the, am- the Amber's
1: fantastic. Yep.
0: And then one second here. Uh, This is a tweet from Mayor Ron. Uh, The Spurs and San Antonio FC are doing a uh, vaccine on July 17th from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Of course, you know where Toyota Field is, uh, but you can get a free SAFC ticket with every vaccine uh, and a chance to win a 10-game Spurs ticket package uh, for there. So. If you haven't got your vaccine, please do. Um, yeah,
1: especially now. Just, just real quick, going over it. it was going to be my final thought, but might as well talk about it now. The positivity rate has doubled, and the amount of hospitalizations has doubled in the last week, which is insane. And the whole state of Texas has more than doubled in the percentage uh, positivity percentage in the last week. Uh, the Delta variants becoming really prominent. I have a, I have a friend that. that is vaccinated and has tested positive unfortunately and it's because he works with people that aren't um uh vaccinated um unfortunately for that but man go get vaccinated and once again it's not about me it's about we uh we need to nip these variants and it's, in the about it's, it's about
0: you it's about you
1: because it can't it can be about you to protect yourself but really we're protecting everybody else around us because the sooner that we stop all of these variants from from mutating and morphing the sooner we get rid of this and once again and i know everybody wants to go back to being normal the stadium's 100 percent but this crap can rear its ugly head again, and that's exactly what we're seeing now. Is that it's it's making the, the virus doesn't care about anything, the virus just cares about spreading. And as long as people aren't vaccinated, it's gonna spread, man. That's just what's gonna happen, unfortunately. So just get vaccinated, please.
0: So that's Royce's final thoughts. Uh, yours, uh, well, uh I have
1: one oh, more. You got one more. Right, go, go ahead, Rafa, go, go ahead. Rafa. Go ahead. No, no, okay. go ahead, go ahead. No, just just real quick. During our show, amazingly, um, I'm not saying the correlator or anything, but 2 0 Alliance tweeted out, want to be part yes, of so. the action in the bunker at the next FCSC home game. On uh, the 21st of July, we're looking for people who want to chant, stay in support for a whole 90 minutes and have tickets to give away to bring people in. So if you do want to get in the bunker, 2 0 Alliance does have tickets to get you in the bunker to go chant. At the same time, San Antonio FC retweeted that 30 minutes later during our show. I'm not saying it's correlated, but... <laughs> It's just kind of the obvious and we, we love you. We love the club. We love the supporters groups. We want to help as much as we can. We're just coming up with ideas. We're a little disappointed, but at the same time, this can be fixed and we could just go and be positive from here and we can, you know, we can, we can fulfill our potential and there's a lot of potential in this city.
0: And to be fair, I did tag or I didn't tag, but I did send a DM to all three, uh, uh groups. Um, Just to let them know that this was going to be a discussion so that nobody was caught off guard. And, and, you know, I think we did it in in a uh, uh, productive manner where it wasn't really attacking anybody. Just, you know, hey, we called out the obvious and we're trying to provide solutions and be able to help. I do think, as Roy said, reach out to your season ticket members. Uh, Let's get the bunker opened up to everybody that's 21 and over. Um, I understand, you know, hey, maybe not having kids in there like you could do in 118. You got to be 21 and over because, you know, there is the bar area back there. But I do think SAFC needs to relook at that, um, you know, for that here and, and, and re- revisit that decision. So please reach out to your season ticket, uh, you know, representative to let them know that, you know, that is something. I understand the idea. I understand the logic. But you can't go from an open 118 where everybody can come in because I think some of the best moments um, and especially where we're coming up on military appreciation night, I think mm-hmm. some of the best moments is when you've had members of the military mixed in with the supporters group in, in 118 118, you know, how they have the rules set up in the bunker. They could not do that at this point. Uh, Rafa, your final thought.
2: Uh, just final thoughts. Like I said, you know, what we discussed, you know, you know, we want to be the envy of the other, other teams, you know, as far as our support for our team. And, you know, we also want to make it a hostile environment for the opposing teams, knowing that they're when they come in, they're going to hear us chant. They're going to hear us yell, scream, do what we need to do to get our team a victory. And they're going to go, go, go back home with a loss, you know, and that's, and that's the atmosphere that you know, that hopefully we get to see that. And then, um, you know, like I said good luck to the boys on on Saturday get that get those three points in Colorado and you know get that vaccine you know get that the the vaccine you know get take our opportunity with what the city's doing uh tickets you know get some Spurs tickets SAFC tickets as well and we'll ho- hopefully we can like as we'll see you in a couple of weeks on the Wednesday night against uh, New Mexico for for the next home game
0: my final thought is um if you can, uh, shout encouragement out to the Athenians players. Let's not forget at the start of the show that they are making a run at, at the playoffs where they could have the opportunity to uh, play up the road. In, you know, uh, in Round Rock for a national championship. Uh, for that here, so you know, if you can, please support. You know, if you can make the trip up, uh, to you know, to. Uh, um, Uh, to manfield mansfield uh you know please do but especially if they're able to host or not host but if they're able to you know play in austin you know in the austin round rock area next week uh please look to see if you can you know kind of make uh you know make uh, arrangements to to go support them uh please uh try to spread their communication on on uh, social media instagram uh, uh, twitter facebook along those lines uh, to spread their message out because you know they are a quality team and, and a bunch of you know they're a fun group to watch uh, my other final thought here is, um, I do want to say thank you to everybody that uh, responded, um, you know, in uh, a positive manner to you know this discussion that we had tonight, as well as to the conversation that we had on social media. Um, this is not an easy conversation to have, uh, nope. you know, for that here because you know you you don't want to offend anybody or anything along those lines. Don't want
1: to step on toes, yeah,
0: and 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 point fingers, which you know, it's not point what fingers, our yeah. not it's not what our goal was. Um, but also, you know, just like I tell my kids, uh, you know, be nice to each other because I've heard, you know, we've, we've had incidences where we've had SAFC supporter crime on SAFC supporter grime and, and stuff like that here. Uh, so, you know, if you're in the bunker, if you're in the stadium, if you're in there, um, you know, keep a cool head, respect each other, you know, no matter if they're wearing, you know, you know if they're wearing somebody, you know, another country's jersey or anything along those lines, uh just, just be nice and, and support each other. We all support San Antonio FC. We're all we're all hashtag SAFC family for Correct. sure. Correct. So um I've heard a couple of incidences so far that hasn't really bubbled up, but you know, let us try to nip it let's, in the butt before let's, something let's, seriously yeah. happens. Let's
1: shake hands, let's hug, let's move on. So we, we want three points. Um and <laughs> just my real quick final thought is let's go, boys, let's get these three points, let's start this second third of the season off right and let's go let's get those three points let's get it
0: what's life without goals we're out of here